and we are live. This is Kim Terry, and you are listening to the Shoot in the Shit with Kyle and Kim podcast. I'm sitting here with my husband and business partner, Kyle Terry, and this is episode two. We don't really know what we're doing, guys. We're just sitting here having a little conversation, drinking some wine. We drove back from South Carolina today. So literally, this is day two, and this is day two. Like, we're doing this the very next day. Kyle had this grand idea yesterday after we did our very first podcast that we're going to try and podcast every single day. So let's get to it. It shouldn't be that bad because we're just talking. It's unscripted. We've got a few bullet points that we want to talk about every time, and let's go from there. Well, so we talked about we were in South Carolina. We didn't really talk about why. So on Thursday was my birthday. Yep. And today is Kyle's birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Can't even call you an old man because you're a year younger than me. That's right. Big 31 today and Kim is 25 forever. That's right. So we went on a trip every year. We try and go on a little trip for our birthdays. It's our big celebration every year and get some time away and just have fun and celebrate where we are. But big birthdays, we're in our 30s. Birthdays are a little bit different now. How does it feel turning 31 today? You know, not a whole lot different. (laughs) Well, (laughs) My arm's sore, my neck's sore, and my ass is sore from driving for eight hours. But other than that, it's all good. I've got a nice brownie here that Kim made for me. Actually, a whole brownie, what is it, pie? Cake? Just a batch of brownies. A batch of brownies. Normal brownies. Kim made me an entire batch of brownies for my 31st birthday, Mm y'all. Well, so I feel like on my birthday now, I do a lot more reflecting than I did on the past. Like I used to just wake up and it was like a big celebration and now I wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm another year older. What have I done in the last year and where am I going in the next year? So it's kind of kind of like a New Year's Eve kind of thing. It gives me a moment to look back on what I've been doing and kind of what goals I want to set for the new year. Um, so that's why I thought maybe you were on the same page. That Like a by the time I've turned 33 kind of? Not like a bucket list, but I just kind of think, um, you know, every year you're a new year older, and so you have different goals and life changes, and you look at things a different way. So I'm going to turn the camera on. I forgot to turn it on. Whoops. So, yeah. So I look at birthdays now as a time to restart and make it the best year ever because you don't know how many years you have here. And life is short, but at the same time, life is long and we're just getting started. We have a lot ahead of us, but I like to take that moment and kind of set out a plan and set out my goals. So. I don't know if I've really written anything down for my 32nd year yet. You back? I'm back. Um, I usually don't set a goal for or any goals for like an age. I do all of that at the beginning of the year. So I have that year's goals, like 2019's goals. Um, so I, I don't know that I've ever really thought about that. I looked at Time Hop today and realized that we've been to upstate New York to your parents for the past two years. And I, I did a big Harley ride with your dad the year before last while you got ready for wedding stuff. I think you tried on your wedding dress that was two, two years, years ago. ago. Yep. 
Well, I'd, it's not like New Year's goals that I think about. Like New Year's goals, you wake up and you're like, all right, this year I'm going to exercise every day and I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to make this much money and I'm going to be super organized. And you have all these like betterment goals. Yeah. And for my birthday, it's just more reflecting on life and what do I want to experience? What kind of trips do I want to take? What do I want to see in the world and kind of what things do I want to get done? Get done. It's more of a, like not a bucket list before you die, but just realizing that life is short and it's passing by and I don't want to miss anything. So I kind of make these goals in my head of like, okay, in my 32nd year, I don't have one at the top of my mind, but (laughs) there's just a little bit different goals. I don't know. I just think about life a little bit on my birthday. Well, one thing I can tell you that one of our goals should be and needs to be is after spending a weekend away and not going away to any beaches last year because we were doing a lot of business stuff. We need to go on more vacations. So, right. So, like self care, it's a big goal. Yeah, yeah. For and that's sure. something that's I thought about this weekend too. Is we get so caught up in working so hard all the time, which is great, but at the same time, we have a hard time stepping away from that and focusing on what you may or may not agree is the more important stuff in life. Right. Like just spending time away together, unplugged from your phone for a little bit visiting with family, all that kind of stuff. So those are the kind of things I tend to think about. Yep. I completely agree. Um, and especially, like I said, after this weekend, definitely going to have to get away. So how are we going to get away? I know you got, I know you got this. I can see the twinkle in your eye. (laughs) Well, right now we're in the the process of hiring a, an admin that's going to take some of the day to day things that take time, but time out of our day that shouldn't be taking time out of our day they're just like tasks that have to be done so that's something that's going to help um over the weekend i left the business phone with the photographer and let him kind of book some of the things so i didn't have to book so much or wasn't on my phone so much the whole time we were away and i feel like once we get that going it'll help now when you were there mitigate some of the stuff when you were there you were enjoying vacation but were you kind of stressed about not being I in think charge that of comes everything with owning a business you still have to make sure the wheels are turning a little bit the way they should be you know at least once or twice a day but you don't have to be in contact with the clients so much you can be in contact with one person and say hey how did everything go today? Everything went smooth. Um, I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow, so we're going to have to reschedule some stuff, but we have these X, Y, and Z times available. Does that sound good to you? Yes. Do it. Go for it. Call them, text them, email them, whatever you got to do. Just get it rescheduled if it's supposed to rain or, you know, whatever. So what do you think someone could do if they're just starting out, starting their business, and they can't, they're not at the point where they can hire anybody yet to kind of take over and make sure things run smoothly. Do you have any advice for someone who's new into that kind of role and like, can they ever well, take if, a vacation? If or you're a one man show, what do they do? You're not going to be able to take a vacation and still make money while you're gone because you're a one man show. The business doesn't produce an income. If it takes something that you're doing, you know, um, I mean, 
you can partner with someone like uh like i said yesterday our friend jeremiah he's a videographer and he is on a two-week vacation to nova scotia and we are taking some of his clients and using our videographer that usually doesn't do real estate videos and we're helping him at least retain his clients while he's gone. So he knows that I'm not going to try to take any of his clients and we work with a lot of the same clients anyways. So it's just another text message. And if you're in business and instead of you trying to do everything, you partner with someone like that, that can help you while you're away, at least take on a portion of your work. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. So we may not be able to take on all the business that Jeremiah has while he's gone away, but we can at least help help out with that a little bit. And I'm sure now you all are in a business where it's very time sensitive, but someone maybe in a different realm of entrepreneurship yeah, would and be able to kind of set of- things up in advance and... Yeah, the real estate photography stuff is more of a volume-based business, so you have to do multiple things every single day in order to make a decent uh, amount of money. And a lot of other businesses, even with the branding stuff, we do like one big video shoot per client per month. So you could, I mean, if you wanted to go away the end of the month, you know, the last seven days of the month, you could do all your shoots or projects or whatever prior to that and maybe edit the first two or three days while you're away to get that content ready to go for the following month. So that would be something that's a little bit of a different type of, I don't know, content creation business where it's not every single day that you're booking your days. And I know that uh, Jeremiah, he does he's pretty much a one-man show, but he like double booked or triple booked himself and worked 14, 16 hour days for the past week and a half to, to get everyone's real estate listings videos going. And he already has stuff booked for when he gets back. And it's probably important to like, you're always going to stress about it a little bit while you're gone, but I think it's probably important to allow yourself, even if you are a one man show and you're not going to make money for five, six days while you're gone. It's important for the growth of your business to allow yourself to take that step back and regroup and re-energize and kind of get ready to tackle it hard again. And if if you lose clients while you're gone on that kind of a trip, those clients weren't going to be your clients forever anyways. They would have left you as soon as someone came in that produced a similar product and charged $5 less. So those are the kind of clients you don't want. We want lifetime clients. So I guess that's a good way to test what clients are really your clients and that want to work with you because they like you as a person versus you're just a number to them and just, oh, yeah, we need videos. We don't give a shit who does it or photos. We don't care as long as we get them. You're just another number. So and we're, we're not in that kind of business. I don't know about you, but I kind of hold my breath when I'm doing this. I got to like lean back. <laughs> I breathe into this damn microphone too much. No, I'm just over here thinking. Yeah. Um, I was, I had a, my cell phone set up to where it had an auto reply to all the texts while we were gone. And it told everyone to text the, uh, the other phone number. And today, 
on the way home, I turned that off and I had over 30 inquiries. So today's a Monday and Mondays is usually when try to, everyone tries to book Sunday afternoon and Mondays is when everyone tries to book for the week. Um, so I had over 30 inquiries on the way home. If that tells you kind of how insane text messages are and emails and stuff like that Mm -hmm. are, you know, after traveling. And for me, I work a lot just basically with clients and kind of behind the scenes and doing some of the planning and computer work and administrative type stuff. So a lot of that stuff I could get done before, but where I work directly with clients and I don't have someone who I can just hand the ropes to, I had to just kind of go on vacation with the understanding that I would be working a little bit, but definitely taking time for myself and to regroup. So I had to make some boundaries where, okay, I'm going to work from this time to this time, every day on vacation, I'm going to answer text messages from this time to this time. And in between that, you know, my phone's going to be down and I'm going to be just enjoying the moment. So I was still able to work and get enough stuff done that I was being productive and I was able to set up enough stuff ahead of time. But then I I was still in touch with clients and working while enjoying a vacation at the same time. And, you know, something to think about also whenever you go on vacation like that and you know it's going to be a short like three-day vacation sunday we wanted to yesterday we actually wanted to go to downtown charleston and we would have loved to if we would have had more time but we were down there to relax so we yeah, made the executive are different now we made the executive decision yesterday morning after breakfast to just go sit on the beach and relax and instead of run around i mean we have a hard time day-to-day life. We go to the gym, and that's kind of, at least for me, it might be a little stressful for you, but at least for me, that's my kind of me time and relaxation time during the everyday. But yeah. And mine's more driving. I drive from place to place. We so. still don't really, even on weekends, we're working. Yeah. Like, even if it's a couple hours here or there, we don't really have a good relaxation or, like, stress reduction um, yeah, and that's part routine of in place for us. Yeah. yeah so... Vacations for us are definitely a little bit different now. We go and we kind of veg out. Yeah. We were right next to that gym, and I kept saying, man, I want to go to the gym. And sometimes you just need to sit on the beach and eat a couple extra bowls of ice cream. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and down there, every time anybody goes to Charleston for, for a vacation, they always want to go downtown Charleston or to see some of the history and take pictures in front of all the bright colored buildings and all that. But that's just not what we were down there for. We weren't down there to see the sights. We were down there to get some relaxation. So. But in the future, you've got this big plan that you want to build sitting in our driveway right now oh yeah again tell them a little bit about how we're gonna be traveling here in the future tommy the transit so last year i got an idea to do a little van life build on a 250 power stroke ford transit van and it's still not built out i put insulation in and put siding (laughs) up but there's so many different designs i've got an entire folder on my instagram that is specifically for the van build out. And after this weekend, I really feel like I'm gonna spend, I don't know, the next two or three weekends trying to build out the inside of it, you know, one step at a time, write it down, build it, 
build a sink, build uh, where I got to get some chairs. I think I saw you can get chairs for like $250 for seat belts anchored down actual Ford Transit chairs. So I'm going to get those and figure out the bed situation. In and the what is my one request? That it has a bathroom. <laughs> so I've been saving a bunch of different, uh, what would it be, build-outs, build-out designs that have bathrooms. No guys un- will understand mm-hmm. that. That's all right. Listening to this, but every female out there just nodded their head. They agree. Yeah, you for need sure. a bathroom. Yep, and that's the reason why I've been saving those designs. So some of them have a bathroom kind of in the middle. Some of them have them in one of the back corners. I don't really know where which one of those designs we're going to go with. but And I've also f- figured out a few designs where you can just kind of take the bed out and just store it in a you know in the garage or whatever that way you're not driving around with this bed in the back what's pretty much useless unless you're going on trips i mean i could nap in the driver's seat maybe (laughs) i could put a little cot in there um but yeah that's the that's the plan i don't really know anything about the electricity or plumbing or any of that stuff but i feel like once i get it built out we can install that part afterwards and that will help us find that you know, work, there's no such thing as work-life balance, Mm-mm. but help us find a way to incorporate more short weekends. What or, did they say on the podcast we were listening to today? Work-life uh, hmm. coexisting. Yeah, there's no such thing as balance, guys. If you ever thought you could achieve work-life balance, then you, you need, need to go to, get a job that pays you $12 an hour and you can turn it off at 5 o'clock, not on a business. let that dream go. There's always going to be... One thing that requires more of your time and effort than anything else, and that will be the whole way through life. And it's kind of at some point your marriage is going to require more than work. Sometimes work's going to require more than your kids. Sometimes kids going to require more than the other two. And it's just a balancing act between it all. Yeah, you just got to block off time, kind of be organized. Um, the person that we were, oh, it was uh, Tony Robbins was on a podcast and he was talking about a one of the top bankers it was a very woman focused podcast and it was how women are hesitant to open businesses because they think it's going to take away from the time with their kids and all of this stuff and this lady uh i think she runs uh, jp morgan chase and she figured out a way to bring her kids to work and to help like show them what they what she did and stuff and that's what her dad did whenever she was a kid so that was pretty cool she kind of took notes from what her dad did and she loved it whenever she was a kid um and i'm sure if we heard her side of the interview it was tony robbins that was talking just about how he interviewed her for one of the books that he wrote so I'm sure if we heard her side of the story, she would, uh, you know, tell us all about how she thought it was cool when she was a little kid to get to go see dad at work. And he was one of the top financial guys back in the day. And now she is like the number one in the world finance person. So it's crazy. You can do it all. Yep. Just got to find the way. That's right. And also in our notes today, I had a little uh, thing about what kind of podcast setup we have here. Um, I have an old school H. Uh, some kind of old school Zoom uh, audio recorder that I used to use back in the day. And now I have a new, very small Zoom H1N handy recorder. And I put a couple of uh, auxiliary splitters, one on the side with the line in for audio that has two Rode mics hooked to it. And the other 
in the headphone jack and I have both my headphones and Kim's headphones plugged into it. So let's try to keep it as simple as possible. I mean, it's literally just like this little bitty device that sits in between us. And the reason why we have headphones on is so that you can hear how loud you are, how close you are to the microphone, and if anything crazy is going on in the room. So it's pretty much the most simple setup you could possibly have unless you were passing the uh, microphone back and forth to one another, which would kind of be weird. That'd be hard. And it's working, guys, because this is our first podcast we're recording at our house with our wild animals Rava and Kira and they are sitting at our feet sleeping wondering what the heck we're doing sitting at the table talking into these weird microphones right now yeah so we didn't really uh I don't know that was pretty good I think we've got another 20 minute podcast in the books yeah guys if you want to hear more about you know taking time off and how to schedule that into your busy life as an entrepreneur, whatever you got going on, or if you want to learn more about work-life balance or lack thereof, just let us know. Um, go leave us a review, share this on Instagram, tell your friends about it. The more people that jump on here, the more we can do and the more fun we can have. You got any closing words for them? I only got one. No. You go first. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening to another episode of, wait, wait, Instagram handles and stuff. Got to get that on every episode. All right. Make Go sure you follow it. us at our main one, which is at TEM branded. That is all our social media branding and business information and what we got going on in that business. As always, Rava and Kira is at Rava dog, R E V A D O G. You can follow me at Kim underscore Rose underscore Terry. And, and fitness. And fitness, good Lord, is at Kim Rose Fit. And mine is Kyle P. Terry and at Terry underscore Enterprise. And if you're a Twitter person and you want to follow Kyle P. Terry over on Twitter, it's just at Kyle P. Terry there as well. So right, if you guys, guys have any questions, just DM us on Send one of those Send us a accounts. message. We love interacting and getting to know you all. Come back tomorrow because we're doing this every single day and every day we're going to get better. And in the meantime, go pet a dog. Thanks for listening to Shooting the Shit with Kyle and Kim. Bye.